So this is gonna be a little bit longer of an intro, but we wanna give you accurate backstories. This year, going into 2021, um, we decided, actually, I brought it up to you, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Yes. I said, you know what? There are some things that I wanna change um, about, not about like necessarily my life per se, but how I make decisions. I want to be very intentional about making these decisions. And so I thought about what happens when someone, when you make decisions that are not always the best decisions for you, they're good. They could even be great, but they're not like fully, fully in your lane of, um, of what you're called to do um, in that season. And so I, I was feeling myself drifting, you know, like when you, you're driving a car and if your car needs an alignment, mm-hmm. I used to have a car that does that, remember that maximum? Yep. And it would drift. Listen, don't take your hands off the steering wheel because you'd be in trouble. And don't let somebody be driving past you in, in the neighboring lane because they'd be in trouble. They would be in trouble as well. And so, listen, so I told my husband, I said, I really feel like I need to do something and I knew I needed to do it and I felt like, well, if I need to do it, maybe you need to do it too. I don't know. Let's see if we can do it together. And if you all know about episode 184, the three calendars, um, we're tying this into our, this is what we do with our content calendar, but we took it a step further and we wanted to share that extra step with you. Not that everybody needs to do this, but this is something that we just decided to do this season. And that is really focus in on a word or a phrase that we feel call to focus on like to be more intentional about as we just go forward in life um this is not a new year's resolution this is not something that we're just gonna oh we're just gonna do this no this is actually dealing with our own personal development and how we are um how we are growing and what that does as impacts everything else in our lives so with that being said i felt like i needed to really really focus in on being not just aligned. I thought my word for the year, and just so you know, I've never chosen a word. Well, I have last year, but I've never, this has not been like a common practice mm-hmm. to choose a word for the year, but I felt needed that that was needed for me. And so I thought maybe the word aligned, but it just wasn't clicking. It just wasn't it. And I said, no, it's not aligned because I feel like there's still room to wiggle um, with the line. So my phrase has been fully aligned and that sits so well with me. And so when I told my husband, I was like, I need to focus on being fully aligned. That means any decisions that I need to make, if it's not me being fully aligned, then I don't want that. Like I only want what God has for me and he, his will is good, right? So sometimes I found myself saying yes to things that maybe in alignment, but not really fully, fully, like right on it, on that thin, thin thread. Like I want it to be on top of the thread. Like I want it to be fully aligned, not just next to it, but fully aligned. So I told my husband, I said, what about you? Do you have a word or a phrase? You just gonna leave me out here? No, so for <laughs> me, it was a thing of, I wanted to, you know, because I've never done a word for the year or, or, or anything like that that I can recall. Maybe I have once mm-hmm. before, but but really it's it's based upon a reflection of the previous year. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to course correct mm-hmm. whatever I realized about the previous year. I want to make that a course correction, not for my year, but for my life. Yeah. And so that for me is trust, the word trust, and really trusting God. Um, I tried trusting myself, but I found that I was um, attempting just a variety of things that weren't really what um, 
best serves the call that's on my life. And so mm-hmm. I, I just want to trust God henceforth. And here's the funny thing about that. Sometimes it may be something that he introduces or brings into my life that seems unrelated. Mm. So, cause it's easy to trust even when it's fully aligned, like, Oh, right. well, this makes sense. Right. But I want to trust God. Even when he brings something into my life that does not appear on the surface to make sense. You, so you preaching in this intro, I'm telling you, okay. thank you. That's good. <laughs> you about to say something else. Nope. No, that really was it. (laughs) Okay. So with that being said, and guys, just this whole tight, this intro, it is a bit extended and it'll be well worth it. So what we've decided to do for our home this year is really focus on bringing our two words or phrases together. And ours for the Buckley household is fully aligned. Trusting trusting God God. in this process. Yes. Fully aligned, trusting God just throughout the whole thing. And so with that being said, this brings us to where we are right now. So what does that mean, fully aligned trusting God? What does that mean in marriage, marketplace, and ministry? What does that mean for our lives? And how how do we move forward in that? Like just making the decisions based in this area. So we decided to say, okay, when we're talking about, for example, the podcast, this brings a full circle to the content calendar that we shared in episode 184. Check that out if you haven't. So we decided to say, okay, well, let's be even more intentional with how we produce our content we have your word your phrase for q1 so we'll share it and release it each quarter so the word that we are diving into for the entire q1 is really going to be focused around the word decisions this is paramount because this is going to impact how we do the rest of the year together and when it comes to decisions we cannot talk about decisions without talking about our belief system this episode of the Mary life podcast we're not only talking about belief systems but we're actually going deeper and going to broken beliefs right we're not only going to talk about broken beliefs because we want to make sure that you all are fully equipped with understanding what to do when you find or become aware of any broken beliefs that you know that you're dealing with, uh, we wanna give you a tool. And so in this episode, we're gonna be diving into the broken belief. Litmus. Litmus. Y'all ready? Ooh, this is gonna be so, 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 so good. Let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. What's up, everyone? This is O.L. Buckley. And this is Sway Buckley. Of MarriedPernodLife.com. Yep, this is where we help mission-minded married entrepreneurs, those who want to get more clarity, generate more income, and above all of that, leave a lasting impact. Yes, marriedpreneurs come to us to sync high-level systems with laser-clear strategy to help them build out their solid structure profitably. Amen to that. So whether you are a spousalpreneur where one of you is operating the business while the other is working a nine to five, or if you're an indiepreneur where you're both building separate businesses, or if you're couplepreneurs and you're building the business together, or a combination of any of those, 
you are definitely in the right place. For us, we are actually indie and couplepreneurs. Yes, and I am O.L. Buckley. I <laughs> help organizations and families to boost profitability. I work with organizations to help them scale so they can increase revenue as well as co-own a real estate firm where we help homeowners to acquire wealth through real estate acquisition. And for me, I run a creative arts staffing company as well as a consultancy, primarily for creative women, helping them build out multiple revenue streams with their craft. So as you can see, we are indie and couplepreneurs. So with that being said, we are super excited that you all are here. If this is your first time with us, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you are a returner, What's up, fam? <laughs> Welcome back to the building, the virtual building that is. We are legacy builders here to help other legacy builders build out their legacy. Purposefully, powerfully, and profitably. profitably. With that being said, let's dive into this, shall we? So today, we are going right on in into this broken belief litmus. And this is critical because if we go throughout the year, go throughout our lives without clarity of wondering like why we are doing all the things but not seeing the results of doing all the things even if you're even called to do all the things we don't even know all that piece but first let's just talk about the belief system of what you are building upon because if the foundation is broken guess what everything else is going to be broken on that right That's right um so we're going to take you through about four different questions just to ask yourself, ask each other as you all are building before you do anything else. Like we will really highly, strongly encourage you to answer these questions for yourself to really get some clarity about where those broken spots are, those triggers may be. And we're talking about not the things that are so obvious, but the things that really aren't that obvious. And those are the ones that often get us good and we don't even realize we're getting got. Right. So with that being said, I'm going to um, interview my hubby, actually. That's on, me. <laughs> on on the majority of these questions, because we were talking, I'm like, oh, that would be a great example when this happened, when this happened. It's just like the, the journey, um, especially from employee to full-time entrepreneur, I think is amazing. It's, it's, it's an incredible what um, you have done over the years and what you've allowed yourself to grow, who you've allowed yourself to grow into, um, because you could have, you know, shrunk, shrunk, is that the right word? Shrunk. Shrunk bad, mm -hmm. but you didn't. You know, and I think it's really powerful and it's going to, um, you'll be able to lend your courage to others as well and they can glean from it. But, you know, so we're going to go through a few things with that. And um, let's go through this broken belief litmus. Um, there are four areas, like I said, that we're going to talk with you about. Um, and the first area is about your belief concerning God. Who do you say <laughs> that he is? See, y'all about to say way into a preaching moment. But who do you say, right? What is your belief system? Because that matters in the sense, right? In the sense of how you live and lead your life. If you are thinking that he is, if you're not clear of his character, if you're not clear of his love, and you are thinking that he is um, identical to maybe a broken relationship that you may have had with your earthly father, or maybe you didn't. Or father figure. Father figure, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like this is really foundational, y'all. Like this makes a huge difference uh, on how we do everything. Even though these are the things that you can't see, 
But these are the things that make everything that is seen um, come to pass because you're actually moving on them. Like you're making decisions either way. So this first question is really about um, your belief system concerning the love of God and concerning God's character. I'm going to tell a really quick story I was sharing with you earlier um, <clears throat> today about a story I saw on Instagram. And I was like, oh, my goodness, geysers, my heart. It was just beautiful. It was a mom. She was surprising her daughter with a car um, for for the holiday for Christmas. And um, the daughter, they were in the parking lot and the daughter was like so dumbfounded. She was like, wait, what? It, she was so shocked. She didn't even take the key from her mama right away. Her mama had to keep saying, here, here, here. And it was a beautiful new um, Mercedes. And it was just gorgeous. I was like, that is be that's a beautiful gift. And that's, I mean, just to think about, you know, a parent giving a gift to a child. I know um, the, the joy, and now we don't have natural children at the time of recording this, They're, you know, there's that. But the joy of giving gifts to children and seeing their faces just to see their reaction just to like see them really enjoy it and um that made my heart so happy but then with the geysers came in for me is i heard god say see you all people as is where it says being carnal being even having wickedness in your heart that you can give good gifts to your children because you want to see them how much more did your heavenly father, do I want to give you good gifts? Like how, who, who am I compared to that? So that's really, I'm talking about the character and the love of God, right? And um, there's so much to be said just about understanding that the beauty of that. Yeah, you know, if we bring the lens of our previous experiences to God um, as our father from those past experiences already, we're starting from a faulty premise because mm. he's better than even the best natural father. And so, you know, God's character, and I so appreciate you saying that, God's character um, is revealed to us through his word and lived out through our lives. So how do I know God's character? And this is really helpful for married entrepreneurs. What do we believe about God's character? Well, it's revealed through his word as we live it out in our day-to-day -day lives. And so love is definitely one of those aspects of who he is. Um, and so... Um, you know, even, you know, I'm thinking of, a, of of another story where, you know, there have been people who may have had a negative response to even correction. Mm -hmm. And but but one of the things that I know for sure is that every child feels and knows um, that their parent loves them when their parent gives them structure as yes. well as give them good gifts. And so God gives us structure. He gives us good gifts. And so we give him thanks in all of it. Yes. Now, with that being said, question for you, Mr. Buckley. Yep. So for those of you who don't know, my husband's background is in wealth management and banking. Um, and that was ended. God told us to told him to leave a long time ago, but his gracious kept showing up. And anyway, he didn't leave until God closed that door. <laughs> I'll put it that way. So he got fired for outperforming his what do you call them? Supervisors or mm -hmm. higher ups. Mm -hmm. um, God actually opened doors for him outside of in the bank um, outside of what his um, supervisors were able to get open doors to like amazing opportunities. And they were like, how did he, this new guy? So they actually sought him out and what do you call it? Brought, um, invited you to come work for their bank yeah. from another bank. Mm -hmm. um, so with that being said, when they found out that he got an inroads to the place that they were trying to get into for so long, this whole new market, they were like, how did he even do that? Right. So, um, 
With that being said, um, shortly after that, instead of them saying, okay, well, great. Well, let's, you know, we'll take it from here or whatever. But they, I mean, they did say they'll take it from here, but basically you're fired <laughs> for that. Um, so with that being said, that was a crazy day for us. It happened early, early, early in the morning. And I was really actually excited because we'd been talking about it for months and months. And mm -hmm. he kept getting promotion after promotion after promotion. But he was like, okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. That's how it happened. And so when you got fired uh we talked about it you caught me you, of course you were upset but what did that have to how did that relate to your belief in god at that time and in his character when i was let go abruptly mm -hmm. um a lot of things um above all it made me realize that what i thought i knew best about my life i didn't mm -hmm. and what he knows best about my life obviously because he knows all things um, and where he's taking me, he does. It was a challenge at first. It was very difficult at first um, because so much of my identity was connected to, it was Velcroed yeah. to the success yes. that I had in banking. And that had to be separated. That had to be corrected. That had to be adjusted. And so I learned that just like a loving father does with a child, he will allow certain things challenging and difficult in order to bring them into the fullness um, of what they are to be and how they are to think about things and think about life. And so it it made me question really what was going on because I saw even getting into the banking industry so much as a blessing. So when it ended so abruptly, uh, that was very confusing for me. Mm -hmm. Wow. And so that had something to do with reshifting your belief system Yeah, because about who God is or was at that time or who, like what? Yeah, and 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 it's and it didn't compromise. And I, I want to make clear, it didn't compromise my trust. Right. But what it did was it made me realize that what I thought I knew, I didn't know in full. Oh, that's so good. Okay, here's the second part. So that's the first one you need to be asking yourself is like, what do you believe? What are your beliefs about God's character, God's love? Not period. Not just like for everybody, but for you. But for you, that's the first thing. Second thing is, question yourself. Ask yourself this question: Are you been? Are you been? <laughs> have you been? Or are you revisiting? Are you wanting to revisit the same cycle of procrastination? And a question or an idea, examples could be, maybe it's a different goal every year that you just keep switching, 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 but you're never fulfilling that goal or very rarely fulfilling that goal or reaching that target. Maybe you're making plans, you start the plans, but then you stop the plans. It's a start, stop, start, stop type of thing going on for you, that type of feel. Is there a pattern of incompletion? right? Is that a part of who you are? It doesn't have to be, but is it? So we start from being honest and being true about it so you can change it. Um, now, that may not be you, but I have another question for you. Are you someone who is in, this is the same question, this is part of the same thing, but you may be in a different phase of this, who has had a certain level of accomplishments in life where men, people applaud you, and then you know at the same time that just because they're applauding, that is not fulfillment for you. I think that's really important to ask those questions because if you're busy dreaming about something else and you are, let's say, partnering a firm or you've made it to whatever level, the C-suite or whatever, and you're like, this is great, this is always what I said I want to do, but this is, is still not it. This is an opportunity to take a closer look because what could happen is you can find yourself in that cycle of procrastination of even doing what the next step is we'll talk more about that in the last section of enjoying the journey that segment okay let me go to the third thing 
The third question of the belief, the broken belief litmus is this. Do you envision, do you daily envision and imagine yourself being fully engrossed in your purpose or is it mere talk? Is it mere talk with you? And I'm going to share a quick example when I ask this question mm -hmm. with you because I think this is going to be a great illustration of um, two belief systems working um, at the same time in, in a marriage, especially in during transition. Um, and I think it's needed because I know so many of other people, other couples may be dealing with this right now. And I just, we want to encourage you in this. And so right after my husband got released <laughs> from that bank, I said, not even released, got released to new opportunities. How about that? He got released to new opportunities. Like I said, I was really excited because I was like, this is what God said anyway, his will be done. Amen, amen, let's go. We know what we're gonna do next, but it all came together and here we are. <laughs> so um, right after that, like literally right after maybe a few days or even a month or, or a week or so, um, we were headed to the airport and your mom was taken to the airport, but you were driving your mom's car. Mm -hmm. And we were going to the airport um, and we got pulled over. And I, I'm just gonna give a few details. We're not gonna go on a tangent, but um, the car is high-end luxury car. And um, we got pulled over. He was driving it. We gave the officer, got pulled over for speeding, just to be clear. Um, gave the officer the information that he needed. His mom was in the car, so, you know, she was able to say, yep, like, here's the information, the registration. I don't think the officer ever asked that question as far as whose car was. And he didn't do that. But what he did do was this, that spoke to the belief system of where both of us were at that point. Um, and the officer said, where is your place of employment? Not that it ha that has anything to do with us being stopped, you know, pulled over. It is what it is. And so officer said, where is your place of employment? He wanted to know where this young chocolate man was working um, to be driving his car, pretty much. That's how it came off to be. And so I was like, wow, okay. I didn't know that was a part of the conversation, but he answered the question. And because everything was so new, when I say the releasing to new opportunities from the bank, um, your auto auto response was the bank, right? Whatever bank that was, we'll leave that nameless. And he said, can I have the number to that bank? I want to call your supervisor to confirm employment. I was like, what in the world is that? Anyway, side, sidebar. So when he said that, it was like, okay, wait, this is what happened. I was working there. I recently got fired or he didn't say fired. You said let go. Mm -hmm. And um, your response was, I'm unemployed. I was livid when he said, when you said that, cause I was like, you're not unemployed. You work for yourself. Like, I don't care if you don't know your company's name yet. You were, you hire yourself, right? Cause my whole life I've been an entrepreneur. So this is what I'm my MO. So we're coming from two different mindsets. But with that being said, I want to ask you some questions, sir. Mm -hmm. Where was, um, your belief system? When we talk about daily envisioning where you desire to be, like, where is it? Like, are you fully engrossed in that? Are you are you imagining that? Um, and I know that was a big transition, but where would you say, what was going on with your belief system at that point um, at, during that transition? Well, at that point of being pulled over during that transition, mm -hmm. there was me realizing that um, I was clear about the racial difference so I'm not even going to act like that wasn't a thing at play. It was. Mm -hmm. And I was extremely nervous. Yeah. And so when you're extremely nervous, 
um, particularly in a racial situation like that or a situation where you feel race could be at play. And that's how I felt at the time. And that's where I was at the time. Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted to provide the kind of answer that I felt like this police officer could understand. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. while it, it was my belief system, but it wasn't my belief system. Mm -hmm. It was my belief system in the sense that I didn't see myself because I didn't have certain answers because I didn't have certain questions answered. Mm -hmm. Name of company, what it is that I actually do. <laughs> right. Um, how many clients do I, you know, right. I didn't have any of that data because everything was so fresh. That is why I, that is part of the reason why I didn't feel like it was an adequate response. Secondly, typically when you say an entrepreneur, most people who espouse and esteem the nine to five don't even get that to begin with. That's another thing. But then also when you add the fact that all of the all of those factors, I'm black. It, it's a luxury vehicle. Um, I, you know, I was younger. No gray. Um, <laughs> right. Now. And you add all those factors. <laughs> I, I was a nervous person giving a nervous response, giving the kind of response yeah. that I thought would help move the process along. Yeah. Yeah. And. And I, I say with that too, mm -hmm. and I get that, I get that too. But I also say like now, if you, that were to happen, of course you have more answers. You're more. It'll be clear. very different. Yeah, it would be very different. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think it's also important to point out, like, look at where you are too, and then what questions do you need to answer in order to strengthen your belief system in those broken places? In in, in, in a nutshell. Okay. The last and final question you want to be asking yourself: um, This question is: Are you willing to unlearn and relearn what you think? you already know are you willing to learn and unlearn what you um, unlearn and relearn what you think you already know and the question that i want to pose to mm -hmm. you is now through all that process you are only all about the companies partner with our strong realty mm -hmm. company closing um you know eight plus figure deals mm -hmm. and that's like what you do like that's who you not who you are but that's, but that's what i do that's what you do in business yeah. um so that process to getting to this mm -hmm. point what would you say, like, when it comes to being willing to unlearn what you think you know, what you think is right, and mm -hmm. relearn so you can get fully aligned? Like well, I think, yeah. So I think, <laughs> for one, the assumption that I could approach my job like I did my nine to five, and there are some portable best practices, mm -hmm. but by and large that I could approach it strictly from a nine to five um, mindset and I never touch it again. It's the difference between between doing something that brings that puts food on the table versus doing something that really brings a a deep sense of I want to say fulfillment, but I also want to say like I'm really in the pocket, like like mm. like like I'm really in the pocket of of where I'm to be in this season, and so mm. and so I had to unlearn sort of the parameters that come with being a nine to five employee mm. um, and really uh, relearn some things that I that I used to think as a as as a teenager, even as a younger person than that. Whereas, you know, there's a lot of opportunity. I can apply myself um, the little open doors and things may not go perfect, but things can definitely um, be on the trajectory to being successful. And so not limiting myself to whatever confines I had um, in a nine to five context. And so 
And so I had to unlearn certain things like nobody's going to be monitoring mm -hmm. my pipeline. I'm just giving one example. Mm -hmm. I've got to be my, the one monitoring my pipeline because the lifeblood of the business and the success of it mm -hmm. is largely hinging upon me. Yeah. Also, there's not 10 people in a department sharing <laughs> the load with me. Right. And so that's another thing I had to unlearn mm -hmm. and relearn that I've really got to have systems and strategies to really apply myself. Can I ask you one other question? Yep. This is like, we yep. didn't even plan for this, but um, I think it's important to, for people to hear just the transition from, you know, that's, that place, that moment, just real quick of being fired to changing the mindset. Cause I want to hear more about the unlearning internal things mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and relearning internal things. So what did you need to do for yourself to feel capable of um, positioning yourself for these huge commercial deals that you've been closing? Well, let's just say for your first one, because yeah. that would be the first one that you were like, can I, can we do it? Can we, can I do yeah. can I actually do this? I had to, I had to accept what happened. Mm. When you're still in a shock and awe state, you're like a deer in headlights. Once I accepted like, whoa, I don't have the job anymore. <laughs> you know, that didn't happen immediately. No, it didn't. Because um, immediately you're still in shock, especially if your whole identity was enveloped in what you do mm. as an employee mm. working for a particular company. Mm. Um, and so I had to reorient my sense of self-worth. Yeah. And I thank God that he let that happen because mm. even staying there, that wouldn't have been a good thing anyway yeah. to have my sense of self-worth connected and tethered to that job. So I made an idol out of it. So that was important. Mm -hmm. So I, I had to accept it. Once I accept what my state is, what my situation is, then I think I can really begin to start to learn the truth about, about my call, about um, capabilities, mm -hmm. about opportunities, yeah. about favor, about relationships, yeah. etc. Because that same favor that was on you there working with somebody else is still on you right now working for your own self. Yes. Just a matter of repositioning. So hopefully that th this has been encouraging to you, insightful, this little impromptu interview. Uh, we're going to go over now to enjoying the journey segment together where we will uh, be able to walk you through some practical steps on how to start detoxing your belief, broken belief system, and really making sure that you have healthy beliefs to move forward this year and beyond. All right, let's go. Okay, so here we are with Enjoying the Journey Together. This is where we give you practical steps so you can see immediate traction. From all of the things that we just went over in the previous segment. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take these four questions that we just went over in the broken beliefs, belief litmus, test and you're going to answer some questions and you're going to not do it alone you're going to do it with your spouse yes and this is going to be really telling because your spouse knows you really really well <laughs> and you'll be able you're on the same team right so you'll be able to hold each other accountable do you want to ask each other what do you believe about god's character answer for that, you for you right answer mm -hmm. that question individually yeah. and then share that with each other Yes, and the thing about this, your spouse will be able, well, you'll be able to also talk about triggers too. If there's any triggers that you may have based on natural relationships or past or whatever that may be, but your spouse will be able to give you some insight too, possibly um, based off of how you respond. The second question. 
is what are your beliefs about cycle breaking or what type of cycles you may be in or may be repeating? Mm-hmm. Whether it's dealing with procrastination or not stepping out on out of your comfort zone, even taking one little step at a time, moving forward, because it's really not going to be about the size of the step. It's more about the direction of the step. And so hold each other accountable. Your spouse can be saying, you know what you said you want to be doing this, or you said last year you wanted to do this, and what happened with that, right? Like just talk through each other, talk with each other, hold each other accountable in love and grace. Okay, then third area is daily imagining. Are you daily imagining? <laughs> Are you imagining daily? <laughs> um you walking in your full purpose, like fully emerged in your purpose, or are you just talking about it? That means if you are really daily imagining this, then your spouse, everyone around you knows about it because you're talking about it, you're thinking about it, you're creating it, you're positioning yourself, you are, you really see yourself doing that next step. You're buying books about it, you're dressing like it, you're listening to stuff about it, all that. All of that, all of that is going to tell a lot about what you really believe about yourself concerning taking that next step or not or not Mm -hmm. yeah and lastly um your willingness to unlearn and relearn yeah this really has a lot to do with a sense of humility that is required really for transitioning just like Mm -hmm. with me when you come out of that initial shock (laughs) it's like are you ready to say you know what there's some things that i don't have that i need in order to go forward yeah, and are you willing to do those things, right? To unlearn what you thought maybe in the past season was right for you, but now that you are no longer staying there, you're going forward. Okay, we hope this episode has been amazing for you. It's been really good for us having fun um, sharing with you all. So listen, um, before we head on out, if you have not yet joined our year-long mentoring where we are giving you all free uh, downloads the ultimate Maripreneur checklist, and we'll be checking in with you here on the podcast, uh, doing quarterly check-ins, making sure that you all are making progress. Go ahead and do that. That go ahead to head on over to marriedpreneurlife.com. Get your ultimate Maripreneur Life checklist, Maripreneur checklist, and then also head on over to our Facebook group. Where we'll be talking more about it, answering questions, all the good stuff, all the good good combo is happening over there on Facebook in our group, which is Marriage Plus Entrepreneurship. Okay, guys, I hope that, uh, we hope that this has been great for you. Until next time, keep living. Purposefully. Powerfully. And profitably. And sing. sing. All right, right. peace, guys. Peace out. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we here. Hi, okay. girl. Okay. <laughs> Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway what? back again. Another episode, press play, now again. you in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. What? The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm-hmm. A little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. Yep. And know it's not as easy as one, one two, two, three. three. It's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And yep. anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like make it reviewable peace peace anything you call to is doable press subscribe press like make this reviewable for the people in the back (laughs) that's a wrap guys maybe let's see if it was recording